Poetry's Curious, the podcast of new poetry reviews. I'm Benjamin Landry. Taken down from the bookshelf today is Banana by Paul Hlava Ceballos, published by the University of Pittsburgh Press in September 2022. Who among us has not perambulated down the produce aisles and added, reflexively, a bunch of bananas to the top of a grocery cart? Dense in nutrition with a fun shape and day-glow coloring, these bright parentheticals exert their own acquisitive force, and we make their purchase unthinkingly, almost without glancing up from our grocery lists. This is the smooth machinery of global capitalism at work, a process that has gobbled up, quote, valueless jungle, and makes it both pricey and, in the end, unusable. As Slava Sabayos concludes in his poem Genesis, the banana had its own small gravity and pulled the world when it fell. The banana is an Edenic, improbable fruit and a decidedly post-lapsarian world. Lava Sabios's entire project is predicated on drawing out the bitterness of the brutal labor, rapacious farming practices, and concomitant social and environmental suffering buried in the banana's sweetness. The temporal sweep of the piece is impressive, as Lava Sabios traces the exploitative germ of the banana industry all the way back to the Spanish colonial encounter of the Incan Empire. The genocidal urges of the conquistadors and the fratricidal final generations of the Incan royal family made for a particularly cataclysmic period, a ruthlessness which Lava Ceballos follows forward all the way through the privatization of the once jungle and the many assassinations of labor leaders recounted in the book's centerpiece, the long-found poem, Banana, A History of the Americas. He recalls unionists cut down, workers maimed in horrific harvesting accidents, workers rendered sterile from handling the pesticides used to protect a product which, grown in the extreme density of a monoculture crop, is fragile and susceptible to rapid transmission of diseases and parasites. In one ominous corner of this adept collage, quote, banana stalks rose through a deep tangle of limbs. Limbs which, as easily may be vegetal or human, we know now that preservation of the jungle will be absolutely necessary in the fight against climate change, but the move to preservation is also absolutely vital to maintaining social fabric and maintaining the diversity of peoples, languages, and cultures. All this is thrown in the balance to propagate this most perishable of fruit. Plava Ceballos traces the capitalist colonialist paradigm and the violence, suffering, and economic disparity which drives undocumented border crossing including the wink and nod complicity of even the most ostensibly anti-immigration forces which require the cheap, uncomplaining labor of the undocumented in order to feed the machine. These are laborers who, in Lava Ceballos's effective pun, worked all day to earn that dolor, as though the accrued sadness might add up to something more than itself. The pressures at play in the capitalist-colonialist paradigm lead U.S. border agents to acts of exceptional self-justifying inhumanity, as in the willful destruction of families, see the Trump administration's weaponized family separation policy, a crime against humanity of both attempted to keep secret and compounded by failing to keep records of those families. It is also behind the border agents killing of Sergio Adrian Hernandez Guareca and Jose Antonio Elena Rodriguez, both children who were murdered while at play, the latter shot through the border fence. Lava Ceballos' poems eulogize the children made orphans and corpses by this system, and he traces 
the sombras sin ramas, sin joyas, the shadows without branches, without leaves, like stripped family trees. In an accompanying poem, he glosses a sanitized CBP statement about the Guareca murder, rephrasing the deliberately passive evasions with active culpability. Flava Ceballos's Ecuadorian decima for the taken stands out for the effectiveness of its pacing and imagery. The occasion of the poem is a specific ice raid, but the skillfully deployed repetitions of imagery make it clear that this one instance is to stand in for many. The poem asks, If a man shoots a young woman, her name is Claudia Gomez, and the man had a bulletproof salary, new jeep, and belief that she was armed with a birthplace, or sunlight made flesh, where are we? The fact that this very real question, with deadly stakes, dissolves into figurative language, hints at the greater implication. Our nation's long-standing willingness to overlook the lawless unaccountability of immigration authorities and other so-called law enforcement agencies cannot count as oversight. It must be considered, more properly, a nation's endorsement of vigilantism. That is where we are. The right's eagerness to classify entire populations of human beings as illegals is another flavor of this pathology, and a way of attempting to justify the violence used against the very people whose lives have been made untenable by the predations of unchecked global capitalism. While banana is in many ways raw and plaintive, it is also celebratory. Of note is the long poem Irma, Flava Zabaios's paean to his first-generation mother, who has forgotten the ceremony surrounding her naturalization, but has successfully transmitted the most important things, family, language, the geography of motherland, to her son, mi cielo, mi sol, mi rey. Why do we need this poetry now? Flava Ceballos's banana assuredly interrogates the systems and dead philosophies in the grip of which we find ourselves. Only by addressing these forces will we make the necessary and existential progress in the effort to salvage a livable and equitable planet. I was also certain as I read Banana that I was walking through a sort of door, this being the first installment of a continuing body of work, which I am sure Lava Ceballos will bring to us, critically, ecstatically, over his writing life. I, for one, look forward with interest to the next. That's it for this episode of First Curious. Much gratitude to Deborah Sedell for our theme music, with production assistance from Ryan Miller. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, and consider donating via the button on the Verse Curious Red Circle homepage with my thanks in advance. See you next time.